On today's episode, Dave interviews Faith Soloway. Faith is a founding member of Chicago's Annoyance Theater, the former music director for Second City, and with her sister, writer Jill Soloway, created Annoyance Theater's cult classic, The Real Live Brady Bunch. Faith is also currently writing for Transparent, Jill's original series on Amazon. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. I talked to somebody the other day, and we, we had a conversation before, and then he brought it up again, as if we're just starting out. Like, mm-hmm. what? Oh, God. You're Back faking it. it. Don't Back fake it. it. Yeah. Like, oh, we're faking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to you in a really long time, it seems like. I know. I get so excited when I see you, because it feels like, you feel like a sister to me. Yes. Well, we went through things that are sibling-esque. Right. We were young, discovering... Right? Artistic voices. But it's also there's a warmth that you have that's kind of oh, awesome. Oh, Dave. That's pretty good. Are you bathing in faith right now? I am. <laughs> I am. I'm in the glow of it. I have an SPL. Uh, L stands for love. I feel, you know, everyone talks about you like that. Like, you just want to be around Dave because he's just this, I've been using zhuzh a little too much, but it's just a zhuzh of warm, oh. safety, love, acceptance. Do whatever you're going to do and I'm going to be there for you. Right. You look good. And you know what also happens is when you do that, you can really be, because uh, I taught a class the other day in Denver, and somebody said, um, I spent three days with Dave yelling at me. And then he crossed it out, and he said, teaching me, because yeah, I do yell. But I yell where yeah. there's, a, there's a foundation yeah, of love. Yeah, but when you're on me. stage, you're wanting someone that you trust to yell at you. Right, because that's what I say. I yeah. say, well, here's the thing. I say, I don't say I'm yelling at you. Yeah. I'm saying I'm yelling with you. You right. just haven't started yelling yeah. yet. So fucking uh-huh. start yelling. Yeah. Right? Do you know jo- who Joan Shekel is? No. She's this. But gentle. her money, her name means money in Russia. And I think she's made people start to get paid the shekels that she's deserving. Right. She, if she your gets, name's right. She d- does what you do, but for screen actors, uh, looking for that, that kind of you know bringing it to the set. Works with writers. Works with directors. Right. Um, and worked with Jill. Jill is she's a guru to Jill. <laughs> so. um, she's a guru to Jill. She's a, is a guru Jill, to Jill. Is Jill your sister Jill Soloway? Is Jill a guru to somebody? She's oh God, be. yeah, she's. I a mean, guru. she's she. You're, Jill's like totally. an earth mother. People have been calling her a witch lately. I don't know if she she likes it. She accepts it. Like, it, you know, I've heard it in these Q and As after film interviews. Like she's. She's this witch that brings all of the all of this together on the set. And it's, is that that sounds like something a woman would say to a woman? Because if a guy said it to a woman, yeah, that would be a cool thing. Yeah, to say. I remember when she said it. I saw Jill's face do this little oh, like she had to catch up with it. But I think uh, it's true. You're right. Is that are men called witches? What, no, they're, they're called warlocks. What? Warlocks. <laughs> he's a warlock. Right. He's on the set. He's really a warlock. <laughs> I would go. I'm not sure I want to be on that set. <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit. I saw her go, and then she kind of digested it, and because um, it seems like like it comes from the school of sisters magic. are doing it themselves. You know that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know if you ladies have taken back the night yet. I haven't been paying. Have you? Soloway sisters taking no, back the night, or ladies, ladies in, general. in general? Have you taken back the night? No, we haven't taken back. Why the not? Night. Why don't you do that? But you guys s- should do that. We should do it. You should do that. Okay. Take back the night. Seriously. What, 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 what year was that, Take Back the Night? Um, was that w- Women Can't Walk Alone at right, Night? Exactly, right, exactly. It's, it's the same time about sisters are doing it for themselves. Sisters are doing it for themselves. And periodically, in a note, I will give to a student, it's like, and do, do me a favor, would you? Take Back the Night. <laughs> and they're like, huh? Right, because they're nine. Right. 
They're nine. They don't understand what's yeah. happening. Oh my God, they're all nine now. Aren't they all young now? Yeah, you know, um, it's funny for me to, when I, I've been in Boston for so long, but people knew who I was, which was kind of fun for me. Right. Like, I, you, you know who I am? Mm -hmm. but, you know, <clears throat> and you didn't know who they they're were. They're so tapped into that Chicago scene with, you know, Mick and you and all the people that judged out of there, Matt Besser and, you know, everybody. And I, I got to be part of that magic carpet ride a little right. bit. Right. Well, more than a little bit. Because yeah. I really think that, you know, again, I just happened to come by this yes, yesterday. I see a that. Brady Bunch. Um, He's holding a Brady Bunch. Uh, what, Playbill, I guess. Playbill. And um, that shit changed everything. Yeah, you know, it reminds me, again, like... Sorry to keep talking about my sister. It's hard not to. It's hard not to talk about that fucking witchy, bitchy sister named Jill Sowell. <laughs> but so much of, okay, so much of like, like I'm going to make it up. It's not going to be what we're, what's been doing, what's been going on. We're just going to do our own thing. We feel it and it's happening and you're in, fuck everything, fuck convention. This is what we're doing. And that's what, I mean, that's what the annoyance was. And right. then the Brady Bunch was like, you can't put that on stage. That's not theater. Well, what do you, you remember? Doing? I don't respect that. Right. Well, I remember so many people at Second City. I know that you probably did too. At that time that you were putting up this, the, the Real Life Brady Bunch of the Annoyance, people yeah. were going, really? Really? Come on, yeah. you guys. And even when I would I would bring stuff to Second City, because I was a musical director of Second City, I brought Don't Ask Alice. Right. And I remember the... The, the shame kind of of a parody, you know, of right. television, you know, even at Second City, like I remember that, like, and then it, it had this. We did the we at, at a set. Jane sang it. Um, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch sang it, right. and she and uh, the crowd went nutty, 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 and even so, even people that were like, I remember just feeling that little. Oh, okay, uh, you guys are are kind of wrong. <laughs> You're kind of wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. I'm not going to name the names, but it felt really good to. Uh, but a lot of people, a lot yeah. of people. Uh, no, I know, I know some of those names. And and when yeah. I said, when I think about the show, and I think about the, the that uh, the dynamic of the annoyance dynamic and the Second City dynamic going at each other, there are certain people that yeah. rise up out of that and go, yeah. oh, him and her, yeah. they didn't, and yeah. it's like this. But now you look at the shows over there, and it's so f they're so full of that. Right. What you brought in yeah. was what was seen as taboo, and that was the, yeah. the Go Ask Alice, which is don't do a parody song, do yeah, a satire nobody song. Wants par no, parodies were well, although no Second City did parodies, didn't they take some? They never did a parody. I don't original? remember a parody at all. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, that's part of it too. I did it, and still to this day, people don't. There are anti-parodists. Yeah, like, I don't like parody. I think like if parody's funny, it doesn't matter. There's been some parodies that I've seen. The writing of that it. song was just so fucking perfect. It fit uh, so you. well. Thank you. Uh, yeah. uh, go ask Alice. It fits so yeah. well, and when something fits so well, you yeah. can try to you can yeah. you can try to rework the melody. Yeah. But why fucking do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just know it, just like anything. But, but that's what you were saying. You don't just know it. You yes, you know it, but you yeah. don't just know it because you said when you were saying we're doing this and we're feeling that a moment uh, ago, it is that feeling. Yeah. It's a feeling. That you're with a bunch of people yeah. and you're all doing this thing, right? Right, and you f and we felt it. We felt it. We, we felt that even at that song at Second City, we felt that electricity like we had never felt anything. Like it's not like well, we were the touring company, you know, and we would we we did a set. I don't re I re remember what, how we used to do shows at, on main stage. On Monday know. night was is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, it was a Monday night show. <laughs> right, and um, 
Yeah, not to, you know, toot the horn of something that I wrote, but it didn't feel like anything else that we had done. Right. Because it was, it, it tapped into, yeah. yeah, go ahead. It tapped into, um, you know, we just had that collective, oh my God, everybody in the audience had lived through being been saturated by the I don't remember how we got into it. I were just you, remember were you were you on stage during that? Oh, I I this is what happened. Um you were you said I want we the touring company picked up that song yeah. and I went to who's the money lady? Josephine at Second City? Oh god. All right, doesn't matter. My, she yeah. was a woman upstairs. She was a woman upstairs yeah. and I said they want me to play this song. I need a guitar. Oh. And so the guitar's over here. And so it's really interesting. <laughs> they I don't did, know we need all the aftermath of the song. Mm -hmm. I didn't even remember that the set, that the touring company picked it up and. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it, no, yeah. we toured that. We yeah, toured that yeah, song. Yeah. So we played it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I needed a guitar, and I said, "Okay." So I went to a, a store in Evanston, and I said, um, "You guys give me the money. I'll go over. The, I'll tell you how much it is. Uh -huh. You write me a check." Uh -huh. And they said, "Great." I went over and wrote a check, and I said, yeah. "Take the money out," because it was like four hundred fifty dollars. It's an expensive guitar for back then, and. Um, and Josephine went, great, we'll do that. That's fine, fine, fine. And then I came down one day and I said, you didn't take any money out of my check. And she said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do that. Why would you great. have to pay for that? I'm still like, it doesn't go to the... I told her that I wanted, you guitar, wanted, to, that I wanted a guitar. I said, pay for the guitar. And I used it a lot. I used that guitar a lot. Yeah. So I said, uh, I'm going to... Uh, okay, great. And she goes, I'm so sorry, so sorry. So the next week she didn't take out any money. She's like, I'm on the phone. I'll get back to you. And then the next time I called her and I went up and, and she said... Listen, forget about it. Forget about it. And I, that's how I got my guitar. She never took oh. any money out of it. She said, don't you see Just what I'm doing here? What's that? Because of the song, you got a free guitar? Because of your song, you got a free guitar. Oh, my gosh. And here you are sitting in front of me will, right now. I will walk with that information. And no, I gave you a guitar. God bless you. I owe you $450. Yeah, you do. I know. But right? I might stay in your apartment when you're gone. Right, it's right, gonna come back. right. Right. How perfect is that? How perfect. Um, do you find that the you gotta feel this way that the that I'm, I'm this person that mm. the world is taking care of you? Oh, honey, I want to walk around with that thought. I want to. I tear myself apart going away from that thought. <laughs> but it, um, you know, what I'm going through now is I'm a mom and I left my daughter. You, you didn't leave your daughter. Yeah, so I'm having people like you tell me it's okay. Uh -huh, because right. that is like the thing that I'm like, everything is fine except for that horrendous message I'm giving myself right now. You know, I'm not, I'm going to try not to cry. And I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to make this a boundaryless therapy session. But hey. Welcome to my living yeah, room. Yeah. But I, I, what you said was perfect. Uh -huh. What you said is you're trying not to, you're trying. Not to lead with that. Not well, yeah, right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Not sleeping. because she doesn't feel that way. Oh no, she's not so happy that I've. She's left. not so happy, and I had to live with that too. Right. Okay. Right. It's like I had to equate it to. It's not the same thing, but stuff happens in life. You're not gonna love it. I can't ask you to love it. Right. She part. I mean, she's twelve now, so you know, parents get divorced. Do parents stay together because their kids want them to stay together? Some do, and it suffers and doesn't work. So I've been able to let the good and the bad breathe through me. Right. But that has been the hardest thing, and that has been the thing that has kept me from coming out here for 20-whatever years, uh -huh. um, is I've got this child, right. and I need to be right there. Right. And I want to be right there. Right. And then 
an opportunity like this happens, and that's kind of an undeniable opportunity. You know, for, for a while, everybody's like, why aren't you coming out to LA? Why aren't you coming out to LA? Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's not what I do. It's amazing what brought you out here, and it's unique in that what brought you out here was oh not just family, but oh. family. Everything. Not just family, but a show, a show about your family. Yeah, kind of based on. Uh, based, kind yeah, of based no, on, no, yeah, a, based lot, on a lot of, based on the family. Because if that if there wouldn't be a show, if yeah. what you what you what your family was going through. Yeah. What's going through? You're not going through it. Are you going through it? What is that? Well, we're so we're going. You know, there's it's it's a show that's based on some stuff that's gone through in my family and I'm not, I'm really not at liberty to name got things it. about stuff. Got it, got it, got um, it. But yeah, it's, it's people who intuit this and people who will listen will probably understand exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been a, it's knocked Jill and me off our asses. In what way? Um, just trying, you know, you look back at life and try to put your, the pieces back together and, the show is called Transparent. Transparent. Okay. Yes. You're trying. So, it, how did it knock you off? Do you off? know what the show's about? Yes, I do. Okay. So, yes, I do. So, how can I say things without certain people being upset about me saying things that are in my family? Because right now, what you're and talking really about is really being able to, un, like, because right trying there, to protect people in my family. Can so is how this? Do I do it's that? a great question. It's yeah. a really great question. Because my question really, if you if you don't want to answer this, I get it. Yeah. How is it knocking? Is it is my question? How is yeah. it knocking you off for a loop? Is that? Yeah, I mean when. Because it's rocking what? It's, so it's rocking the foundation of what family is. I'm, I want to paint in okay, a broad stroke. Okay. Yeah. So right? what family is? Family secrets. Right. You know how we encompass gender, sexuality, everything. Mm -hmm. How we define every every step of our existence. See that is fucking awesome. Because nobody's doing that. Yeah. And gender's such a well, happy thing. Well, gender's huge right now, It's right? huge right now. It, it's just, Jill and I were talking about that. Like, uh, Jill had, you know, like, should, is there, is there any, is there such thing as gay and lesbian and straight anymore? Because are we this, are we, are, are genders informing what we want sexually anyway? Right. And because we just, I, 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 I would use the word like sausage casing of like all of this shit that's in us. And this is. It sounds absurd to talk about, but we're just. This is what this we is what we talk binary. about. We, we talk about binary. this, right? Right. So right. you just let that binary go. Uh, you know who's you a perfect are... example of that? That that's the greatest lesson that I've ever had in that is Alexandra Billings. Oh, you! I want her to be part of the show so badly. Um, she knows it. She? <laughs> yeah, and you know she. Um, we'll uh, we'll see what happens in casting and stuff, but like she, we share the same birthday. No, happy yeah, birthday. That was Friday. I know. Yeah. And um, we come from the same. Did she go to IU? I don't know if she went to, but the Chicago improv. Right. You know, avant garde theater, lesbians. Would she do Vampire lesbians in Sodom. Sodom? I remember right. looking to her back in the day, like, ooh, she's like a cutting edge artist. Was she was a so cutting, cool. So cool. I know her. But she, uh, she knew the same people I did, but I never really ran in the same That's place. the thing. Like, yeah. we had Venn diagram, and it was like the common denominator was Jackie Hoffman. Yeah. Between those two circles. is like, you know what I mean? Oh, there's, yeah, Jackie, yeah. There's the second city, and then there's yeah. there's there's the vampire lesbians yeah. in Sodom, and it crosses at Jackie Hoffman. Yeah. Um, oh, who was in that show? But, uh, oh, she was? I think she was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how they know each other. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, Alex is transgender. Is that right? 
that she Alex, had a, she, she had she is, she went uh, through transition. Yeah, she's a trans woman, I guess. She's a trans woman. That's yeah. the phrase. So she's a trans woman going out with her married to uh-huh. the woman that was her boyfriend or girlfriend rather. Yeah, she is married to the woman that was his girlfriend in high school. Oh wow! So they came back into each other's lives. That's what I mean. Like, I know. That's what I mean just, too. Like, we're just souls, you know, going in and out of these bodies. Exactly. And when you look at that, when I heard that story, uh, chills and yeah. then tears. Could yeah. you go exactly that? Yeah. All that we are, are, all that we are, uh, is that uh, we're, just, we're just spirit yeah, and we're right. permeable. Yeah. And if we want to put up a membrane that we don't think we, we can cross over into each other, that's not true. Yeah. Also, we were, you know, we've been talking. We have. Um, you know, a lot of trans people that we're consulting with on staff in will be in the series. And uh, I don't know if you know who Ian Harvey is. He's a comedian. He's a um, trans man. Uh, and he's amazing and wonderful. And just about talking about sex in general, you're negotiating body parts no matter what. I don't want you to do this in this hole. Don't, you, don't use penis, whatever, but... You know right. what I mean? We've been talking about what you want sexually sometimes doesn't line up with what, who you are, who your gender is, your right. outward gender expression. So mm-hmm. it's fascinating. It really it's, is fascinating. It's fascinating and people are, if, have felt like they can't talk about it. Isn't there something you know? about feeling that you can't talk about it and then talking about it? I, I, what I mean is the idea of um, uh, we can't talk about it and then somebody says, you can talk about it, yeah. and then you go, I can. And yeah, then, and then, but then you know what the other thing that happens is, oh, it's not cool anymore, because the things you don't talk about like are the cool things like, <laughs> that you don't let any any people in. Like I used to think, like the gay men have all, and the gay women have all that cool like sexual speak. Like I'm a I'm a femme bottom with a with a you know top, butch top. Like that's a club you can't get into. It's boring straight people. Like oh, let's have sex. Oh, right. have sex. <laughs> Are you a butch bottom? You're not asking. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. But it's like exactly. a cool, I've always felt like, okay, now that the trans world is like letting us in a little bit. Isn't that like, interesting? Like, because it's the trans world letting us in. It's not us letting the trans world in. Well, I think it's got to be a little bit of both. I think there's this fear. Sure. Or this like unfortunate freakitude thing that's happened. But when you're the when you're the freak, you kind of want, okay, don't, you, yeah, I am a freak motherfucker. Right. You know? Right. Like all, and you know. to embrace the queer. Yeah, embrace the queer. Embrace the queer, yeah. which is what a great phrase. Yeah, well, let your freak flag fly is like a song from some musical, I can't remember. Well, it's a 60s song, Shrek, right? Shrek, isn't it? No, well, it's but it's like, also, is it a, yeah, 60s. it's a 60s thing, because I remember yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young sang something like that. Oh, uh, oh, um, uh, it was, uh, almost cut my hair, I swear yeah, to God, it was just the other day, hair, like, and it was David other... Crosby, and it's like, I gotta let my freak flag flag fly, yeah. my freak flag fly. You don't want the people in Walmart, you know, shopping to be what you are. It's like, there's right. always that kind of, there's both, like, but you fuckers, judge us, but I don't want to look like you guys with your fanny packs and your... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, remember, I remember a couple of things happening. I remember a woman named Jen Kane, a great friend of mine, a student of mine, came over to my house. And, and I, it was she and her boyfriend uh, at the time. And uh, they came over to my house. And I was wearing pants. And she goes, come here, I want to tell you something. Uh-oh. And she grabs my pants. She said, Uh-oh. don't wear pleats. 
don't wear pleats. I was like, really? And then she went to my 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 closet and she took five oh, pairs she, of pants. She depleted went, you. She de- <gasps> oh, right on. That's like the name of your show. That worked so well. Depleted. depleted. Yeah. She depleted me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to tell her that. Um, she depleted me. And another one was when Rubano and I. I, I don't oh, know if Rubano. you were. We, we were Love we were touring. Him. Most handsome man in comedy. I had Rick Hall here the other day, oh, he's and that guy is one too. fucking handsome man too. Chiseled, good looks. Right? Mm-hmm. Chiseled. Chiseled. His chin uh-huh. is his chin. You could shave with his chin. Cut cheese off of it. Too? You could cut cheese off of it. What else can we do chin. with that chin? Um, uh, <laughs> you can measure something to see if it's even. I guess. You know, a just level. A level. Put him on your wall. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we're so we're touring. I think it was Rabano Carell. I know it was Christina Dunn was there. Good looking. Right? They were yeah, all they handsome. They were in our company, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we were swimming and I came out. I wore it once. I'm not going to. I wore, Talk about your freak flag flying. Yeah. I came out. Oh, my God. Um, uh, <laughs> a flag. American flag. Speedo. Yes. And Rabana goes, David, you're wearing a Speedo. And then the entire pool oh. all laughed. I was like, I've got to get another it's thing. It's like, I mean... Those are your frat brothers or whatever, you right. know, that you never had. That's what, like, Second City was. Right. I I enjoyed touring, but I know a lot of people had a really fucking hard time with it, but I knew that I wasn't going to be doing that forever. Yeah. There were some bitter people. Were there? I didn't do it enough to feel the bitter. That's it. Yeah. I did it with somebody who we went out to have a... It was the first touring company show that I did. Yeah. Um, and we're sitting at a restaurant, like a Denny's or something. Yeah. And this yeah, woman. And now it's all coming back. Yeah, I hated right. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the band. Yeah. And we go to a Denny's, and, and one of the actresses calls over the waitress, and I'm thinking she wants another cup of coffee. And she says to the waitress, I don't like the music. Oi, Can you vey. change the music? Oi, and everybody goes, kush, 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 starts looking at us saying, What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, it's enough to make you crazy, I suppose. But in the, the beginning, you're like, oh, my God, I'm, I got the touring company. We're traveling in a van together. We're getting to hotels. We're right. getting free meals. We have a per diem. What's the word per diem? Right. Oh, my God. And then you're like, yeah, you're down the line. You're like, fuck, you can't take this shit. No, yeah. no. And what got you out of it? What got you out of the touring company? What well, no, you that we luckily got Schomburg. Right. We were the first Schomburg cast. I was second. You were, I think you were okay, there before, because so, you were um, with Arlington Heights. You were with Sean Masterson, right? Or Fran no? Adams. Right? Sean, um, Claudia, Claudia Smith Special. Smith Special. Right? Um, then other. Uh, David Olshansky? Uh, Ken Not Olshansky. Dave, Ken Olshansky. No, he moved to New York to do Right, but he was there. Wasn't yeah. he there? No, he was there. Touring company, right. He was touring company. Um, but thank God for that. But I can't that. remember first, I can, I can pretty much list everybody in my, the first touring co, but not who was first Schomburg. And you floated into Schomburg. I floated Jackie, into Schomburg. Amy. Jackie, Amy, Amy Sedaris, Jackie, Kenny Campbell, Scott Allman. And all the big names. Right, exactly. And, yeah. Boy, the shows there were fun. God they damn it, were they were fun. fun. We had, that was where we were like, we were situated and gelled. And... But Mick Napier directing the show over there, and that show took yeah. six fucking weeks to do, and it was so great. Yeah. It was just six weeks, come in, come out, well, that's and that Mick. was... Yeah, Mick is... Right. And that song, um, and dun, 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 a theme that you've used many times. Oh, God. Um, and Amy. Hey, squirrel. <laughs> right? Is that me or you? I don't know. That's just a zhuzh going down. I like the word zhuzh, too. Yeah, is it overused? I don't know. I'm using it, and I'm feeling, when you said zhuzh, I was yeah. thinking, did you say zhuzh because I'm saying zhuzh? Because zhuzh is We zhuzh together when we 
and I hugged you in the right. Where there was a jujury, there was a jujury. A jujury. Yeah, there's a jujury. The glass So um, uh, I want to go back to the show. Okay. Um, you are. What do you do on that show? So transparent. Yeah. I am a writer. You're Dave. a writer. I have never been. This is my first shot at 50 years old at writing comedy dramedy for television. You don't know. Okay. How awesome is that? Okay. That's the thing that I'm like. I, I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm getting an educate. I'm like going to school. Right. I'm like learning from amazing people. Right. And my sister, who's at you're going to grad school without going to college. Getting paid to go to grad school. Getting paid. Yeah. And what lot are you on? Are you on a lot? Or are you just? We're going to be on Paramount. God damn it! Right. God damn it is right. And the thing that I keep telling myself is, okay, well, I'm 50. I may, I might not. I deserve something nice at 50. You deserve something nice at zero. Oh dear. You do. You deserve something nice. <laughs> Start living in a fucking world where you deserve nice. What do you want? Uh, what do you want right now? What do you want? What do you want right now? What's the one thing that you want right now? I, uh, I would love to I would love to actually um, at some point soon write a musical for Broadway. Right? Yeah. That's my. That's always been my I dream. was thinking about a new computer but that's also too. Oh you're what I want I do want a new computer. Right. Okay. I want, so I want, all, I want all that stuff too. But I'm but looking at all those things. You asked me what I want. That's I know. a big one. I that's know. That's always been a big one. Uh, you look yeah. at our friends who wrote You're in Town. Did oh, you know yeah. those guys? Yeah. I remember them back then. Yeah. You know what they did? They wrote a musical called You're in Town. Yeah I know. So what do I, should I do Pussy Town? You should do Pussy Town. Quit, well, quit Town? What should I do? I know what, that you're... What should I do that hasn't been done? Is that me? Jesus, that, that that's me? probably me. That's got to be me. Can I don't I get care. Up? No, this... let's see. Wait, where are you? Let me see. Is that you? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. I'm going to do Do Not Disturb. Good, do it. Um, and then I'm going to embarrass this person when... What do you mean embarrass him? When they listen to the podcast. Okay, you're not saying who it is. Because usually there have been a there have been times where it's I've Kim been on Hartley, this... Hartley, just in case you're listening. It's my girlfriend. Who writes your Wikipedia thing? I don't know. Those what people the, are rogue. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Who are those people? Who are those people? I don't know. Yeah. And, and I, I remember someone told me I had a Wikipedia page. You do. I went to look at it. Yeah. And it talks about somebody named Carol that you're seeing. No, Carol is my girlfriend that I used to see. Uh, it's still there. Love, and I was thinking, does, does, who wants that up there? I'm not saying that you don't. It just seems so, so personal to me. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. How do they know it? Right. That's creepy That's like shit. You're just going over your Facebook or right. Yeah. But it's right. Yeah. And it's the people that know you, like where you go. Okay, these people. You're in. You're in Boston, and people know you. It's a pretty great thing that we just live our lives, and people know us because of what we've done. I guess when I went to Boston, I was singing a lot. I was a little yeah. folk singer there, and I started. People started writing about that stuff. You know. Right. Um, do you think you're a model? I mean, I know that you're a fashion model, <laughs> but do you think that people look at you in that way at all? I don't know. I'm surprised people look at me. You're you're easy on the eyes, babe. I am. You're easy on the eyes. I am. When people you're tell me that, eyes. yeah, you're easy on the I eyes. I just figure I should just yeah. go into something else. <laughs> Lesbian modeling over fifty. I one thing about Jill is she's fifty over and over. I love fifty. Do yeah. you love it? I'm. It, this is the with the gender fuck thing. I think women have a harder time with fifty than men do. But then my female friends are like, "You're fucking fifty. But I remember that shit at forty. You're fucking forty now. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think eight, I think I'll, I'm getting there now. Forty nine was harder than fifty. You know, and you're it's like this. You're crawling up to it, and you just want to get it over with. Do you know how the the French say how old they are? They don't. It's translated into 
It's not translating into I am 50. Yeah. It's translating into I have 50 years. Yeah. Which I think is really great. Yeah. Because then you go, look at all that I got. I got yeah. 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah. I have 50. I'll have I 50. I have 50. Right? I'll have 55 of them. And I could not be happier with where it is that I am right now. Yeah. You're living your truth. Right. Your authentic self, as and they say. Aren't you? Yeah, I think so. But you've also, yeah. you've always been living your truth is the way that I felt about it. Um, really? Every time, when we, when did, we did Splatter Theater, right? Yeah. I wasn't so involved with Splatter Theater. I came Who in did kind the music? of right after. That was, um... Well, there wasn't really. It was. It was Al, da, 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 right. Uh-huh. Right. Bloody fingers. You didn't play the music on that. I might have sat in on the piano once, uh-huh. but I can't. Like co-ed was the the first, you know, right. the musical after Splatter. There's something about those shows that so many people were 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 uh, drawn to that because there's a sensibility of that. There's that that is a truth that a sensibility that somebody has an artistic sensibility, and uh-huh. I think that. Something like The Annoyance and uh-huh. you and Jill uh-huh. um, and certainly Mick uh-huh. and that whole group. A lot of people went, oh, my God. There was just this, you know, that, that great undeniable, I want to be with you guys all the time. I don't care what the fuck you're doing. I don't care if I don't even like what you're doing. Right. Uh, this might not be my cup of tea right now, this particular thing, but I want to be here. I remember that feeling like I, 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 I'm going with it. It's sort of like being in love. Yeah, yeah. Where you go, I don't care what it is that you're doing, just come, I want to I be with you right I want to be with you. And you get excited by being around that. Yeah, and you're learning and and you're just, the whole yes anding and there's no, it's all safe and there's no judgment and it was just that all the time at the annoyance. Right. What I do with my sister and um, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah. And when, when, I think that when I'm inspired by people, I I'll leave their presence and I'll go and I'll carry with me everything that we've had. And that's the, mo- the times that I most feel alive. Mm-hmm. It's when you're writing a show, when you're, when you're involved with somebody. And again, it's that feeling that you get when you see your girlfriend and you go to see her or you mm-hmm. connect with her. And when you see her and yeah. you have that tactility and you've yeah. got that, you're in my face, you're in my space, you're in my, right. I'm with you right now. And right. then you leave that and you carry it with you because yeah. really it's what you're talking about, the sausage casing and everything sausage like that. Casing. Where it's that, that feeling of, you are so fucking inspiring me right now. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. you know, it's certainly sexually inspiring me, but also my heart is huge. And when my heart is huge, I'm thinking and I'm seeing more of the mm-hmm. world. Right. And as soon as you let any piece of that judgment, like, okay, this is what's not working. It's, you just cave in and... But and it's, the, it's the idea of not engaging with not that, engaging. to recognize that thought. You know, uh, um, so what I did in Boston is i mean i'm trying to correlate everything you're saying but the more that you the more you sit in your ass and talk about it instead of getting up and feeling it is what are we talking about when you say it what's it what well what in boston i was part of a a a group called urban improv it's a theater improv group with kids i've loved every second of it but i would be the one sitting there in the chair like okay we're talking too much we are talking about scenes about people who do things and make choices. And that would, but that would, she would make sense if she did this because I'm thinking that she has these kinds of friends. And I'd be like, we don't know anything till we get up. And people would fight me on it. Uh-huh. And I, like, it drove me nuts. Right. Like, no, we need to know the outline of exactly what we're doing. Right. I get it. We're, we need to get from here to there. But we can't answer any of these questions. We're all actors. We're all smart until we are up there doing it. Right. And then we're all... 
supportive of each other because we're making organic choices in the moment. We're not talking about those choices. Right. Right. So and that's, that's what I do. I, I, that's what I teach is yeah. like, let's be here right now. Can we fucking be right here right, right now. now? Anytime we've been stuck in this in writing for, for transparent, when we've been really been stuck, but this person wouldn't do, but I don't know, but then when logic police, logic, logic, logic. <laughs> okay, let's get up and do it. And then it's undeniable. Right. Because you get up and do it and yeah. you, you put, it's that idea. And I love this word. I love the word spirit. Mm -hmm. Because you, you're, you're in, you're, the spirit moves you, right. and then you get out Living, there. Living, breathing, giving, taking, well, all the stuff. You know. Isn't it interesting that the word inspiration has the word spirit in the middle of it? Mm. It's not a coincidence. That's it's not. supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, isn't mm -hmm. it the same word, spirit? I N S P I R I T. Yeah, I can't spell right now. No, neither can I. See, I, I, I spelled up to the point that I could, uh -huh. and then I stopped. Yeah. Well, I got depleted. Depleting in there. You did get depleting. But is that P L E A T? That's not what? What? Logic police. I remember Nate Herman once said, funny trumps logic. And I thought, everything. Funny trumps everything. Well, you look at all the shit we did. Emotion trumps everything. But that's why the Brady Bunch, the real life Brady Bunch worked because we made this into. Logic police parody's not funny. Logic police, logic police. Don't do this on stage. Right. And what did we do back then? This is what we did. We took the scripts. Fucking TV. <laughs> well, I'm not looking at the bad thing. I'm looking oh, at the yeah. good thing. We okay, took yeah, the scripts, right. and uh, what the fuck is this? We took you the scripts. You were Davy Jones. I was Davy Jones. Um, right, but here's this is uh, well, this, the real life well. Brady Bunch. Melanie Hutzel assumes the role of Jam through July 29. Um, <laughs> guest stars for Johnny Bravo, Dave Rosowski, Buddy Berkman, and oh, also right. starring Kathleen Catherine Kelly as Tammy Color. So what do we do? We took. The scripts for the real life for the Brady Bunch, yes. and then we put them on stage. Didn't even ask ask about nope. it. Nope, <laughs> nope. But we we inhabited it. We did it. Yeah. We didn't poke fun at it. We no. did it realistically. No, we yeah. and this is what got me was the, what you said. You said emotion. We threw emotion threw everything into, into it. This. Your commitment into it. Yeah, yeah. We we rebreathed breathed. We like brought it back in flesh and. Fatter bodies and right. polyester <laughs> stinking costumes that exactly. you can smell from the audience. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it was part of it. And what ended up happening again is I talked. Right. I've talked about You're the right. show a couple times uh, on the podcast. And yeah, what yeah. what because uh, I I Remember believe that feeling that I mean that was electric being up there. I also feel like it know? changed everything in that in this way. Yeah. The real life Brady Bunch brought us. Oh my God. I, I'm, I might be grandiositying it, but I feel like um, it changed fashion. Ah. I believe that that show spread out the fashion and people started to dress like that. I just believe it. And it brought back a wave of 70s nostalgia. Uh -huh. That's what I think. And I've watched it happen and I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I've directly put it back to that. Yeah. But you I also look right. at what you, you what you right. and Jill did, like You're the right. ballsy fucking ballsy shit that you did where you went, fuck it, mm. brought you to here today. Yeah. I mean, once you have that, it's like once you taste something, it's very hard to do something else. Very hard to come back from that. You're not going to come back here and do a, you know, a, you, you, I don't think you're going to be drawn back to do a, a very a, a, a very special blossom episode. Oh, Wyan Bialik, though, she came to the Real Life Brady Bunch all the time. So funny that you said that. She was there every week at the Westwood Playhouse. Do you know that? I think she has a Harvard education. I think that she's oh, a math she's genius. She's incredibly smart, yeah. Yeah. She's, she, I think the parenting thing has been what she's, the people have been following her on, how she's right. parenting. 
Right. And it's also yeah. interesting in that you look at somebody who has such, who had at one time such an iconic, like, this is who she was. Yeah. And then she went, no, that's not who I am. I am, that yeah. is part of me, yeah. but I'm also these other things and too. I'm assuming the people who get cast have to fight that for their, I mean, fight that for their life. That, and it, the Brady Bunch actors, I think, had a lot of bitterness about the Brady Bunch because that show uh, was conceived before residuals. Right. So that show was seeing rerun after rerun after rerun after different networks after different, you know, and they weren't seeing anything. Nope. So th when we did it again, um, they they were coming and celebrating it, but it, we you could almost feel this. Uh, how much do I want to be like have right. to roll this character out again for people to, you know, but laugh at me. Right. And then you look at somebody like Roseanne, who's just still making money off of that yeah. show. See, when and you're making money, it's not as bad. No, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, how much do you hear about the guy who played Radar O'Reilly? Who? On MASH. Oh, that dude. You know, you never yeah, hear about him. He's great. But you never hear about him. Yeah. You never hear about Father Mulcahy. Because yeah. you know what? They took their money and they went somewhere. Yeah. And they went somewhere. Yeah. Because they could. That show ran for a fucking million years. But they, did they collect residuals? Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. So they made it. Yeah, they did. They made wall, it. But it was table. because of the Brady Bunch and because Gilligan's Island and all that stuff. Yeah. Gilligan's Island. I know. I watched that. I for me, I feel like it's four, it should be should have been four episodes. Oh, I yeah. use this in my example. What were the? The first episode is Lost on an Island. Yeah. But this is this is the difference between commerce and art. Okay. okay, so commerce. This is because it's commerce. It lasted for as long as it did. Uh -huh. But if it was art, it would be the first episode would be they lost they, a three-hour tour lost on the island. Mm -hmm. Right, that ends with that. Second episode is they wake up, they're on the island. Uh -huh. Somebody tries to save them. Gilligan fucks up, and they're stuck on the island. Yeah. Third episode is they're still on the island. Uh, everybody wakes up. Somebody tries to rescue them. They're still on the island. Yeah. Fourth episode is everybody wakes up before Gilligan wakes up. They uh -huh. kill him. Oh. They ravagely, ravagely. brutally. Kill him, Oof. and then somebody tries to rescue them. They can rescue them now because Gilligan isn't there, and they go off the island. Oh wow! Four episodes. Why don't you do a play? You I don't know, have time. I've got to cycle, talk to you. The Gilligan cycle. The Gilligan cycle. <laughs> See, all right. This is what I also think. Why That's is why there? I, I knew I was. I think I. I was. A little, I knew I was gay because of. I was like that ginger. That's why I kept coming back to that show. Right. I wanted to be the professor. I remember that. I wanted to be the professor and have Ginger walk over to me with her bosoms and her right. mole and her... <laughs> <laughs> and her long I green remember dress. That as a, of, like a seven-year-old girl. Right. I'm jealous. I want to be the professor. Is that when you, you knew... Because she would that, always flirt with the professor. But I, did you... What was the moment, one moment where you went, oh yeah, for sure. Was that it? Well, it's funny because we were, we were talking about television and her and, and, the, uh, and of course the Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman, was the other one. Right? It's like, what's going on here? <laughs> Whatever that music was would play in, into the middle. Would play into your heart. <laughs> yeah, and loins. I remember the loins, certainly the loins. I remember watching uh, Some Like It Hot and Jack Lemmon dressed as a woman. There's your, again, yeah. trans, yeah. transsexual right. dress. Right. Uh, dressed as a woman coming up into the uh, Pullman 
car. The uh, Pullman. Remember that one scene? Yeah. With Marilyn Monroe uh, I, up there. I, I don't know the movie. But well, I know, with but Marilyn I know Monroe. Famous they're in, they're very they close. They always show on award shows. They always show that movie. Right. Yeah. And, right. That, that's and they're in the birth of a sleeper car. And they're really together. And yeah. they're really close. And yeah. he's dressed like a woman and doesn't I, oh, know. Oh, and my God. She, titillating. And, Oh, and yeah. she was so close, and my yeah. little ten-year-old penis was going. What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it was. And, yeah, and every doesn't everybody doesn't everybody, everybody must go, have a television or movie experience or some mo some moment where awake. they went. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, I like women. That's a, good, or, that's a good interview, isn't it? What, what's the what's the or a, a coffee table book or an interview? Like just seeing what are those iconic images, or what's the television show? What's the movie? You know, right. that scene that you like go home and that scene is playing out for months in your head. Right. <laughs> Stop right. it. Right. right. I'm too right. young for this. It's too much for my body. I remember I remember the moment I decided I wanted to be an actor. It was uh -huh. I was in fourth grade and I was on this I was doing a play with adults uh -huh. and my I mentioned this before, my friend Tracy Hodges, her mother Davida Hodges, was volunteering and she was stage la stage right uh -huh. and I was sitting there crying and she grabs me and she put crying she, watching the show? No, I was crying because I'm about to go on stage and oh, I'm so oh, nervous. Oh, I'm crying, going, Oh, oh my god, god, what's happening? And oh, I'm, I'm baby. eight or nine poor or ten. Baby. And she grabs me and she pushes me up against her breast and she says it's going to be okay. At that moment, I knew I wanted to be an actor, and I fucking love the ladies. Love the ladies hugging me between their bosoms right? before I go on stage. Is that what you make every woman at Second City do, by the way? Before? Yeah, Is well, it's one of my trainings. Do? Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> that's so fucking creepy. All right, you know what you're going to have to do? Come here. Come here, sugar. Sugar. Come here, sugar. Come here. All right, I'm going to be crying stage right. Kept it and what going. Else Oh, oh, no, it, no. What's the show? Not, um, oh Jesus! Who who's the famous choreographer? Um, all that jazz. Uh, Bob Fosse. Bob Fosse. His, his that movie about him coming up through the ranks and being backstage with all the showgirls. All that jazz. There. Yeah, right. That, that sort of right. reminds me of the big buxom women, right? Like between right. their boobs. And to live in this world that we're living, living in, and, and to, to like to do the show, like to work in Hollywood, because you're working in Hollywood now. You could yes. not get. You could I mean, not get. You could not get more Hollywood than being uh, on the Paramount but lot. But Dave, this is the thing that I. Yeah, I'm being on the Paramount lot. I am writing things that Judith Light is going to say, that Jeffrey Tambor is going to say. That's so base. They're going to say it. They're going to. They're going to act and, you know, and Gabby Hoffman and Amy Landecker. Right. And um, I'm forgetting the the dude. Jay Jay. I can't remember his last name right now. Mm -hmm. He's a wonderful actor. He's a, he's a, also a director. Mm -hmm. Duplass, Jay Duplass. Uh huh. I mean, these amazing, amazing people. That's a th that uh, out of all of that, yeah, being on Paramount is amazing, but for actors of this caliber to be, you know, kind of playing with material that I'm helping to generate. That's right. the thing that I'm like, I can't believe that. Do you, but you 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 can't think about that. I while you're like writing to it. for fun. You can't no, not when I'm not yeah. when I'm writing. But, but, you can, yeah. but, but the idea of doing it for fun, yeah. also, that's the reason that you're doing it, right? That's one of the yeah. main reasons you're well, doing it. Well, that's the undeniable thing. Yeah. The that's, thing, the that's the thing that is like, you have to do this. You know? You, you Faith Soloway, have yeah, to do this. Yeah, ha right. you have to do this. Right. There's no, there was no, when the opportunity came, when Jill, I always told Jill, I knew Jill was working on the script, and um, I said, if this becomes something and and it's a television show, I want to write for you. And I've I've never really said that because to her so much because our our stuff is so different. But this is 
about family, about based in our family. And um, and you guys work I, together very well. We do, and we haven't had a chance to work together in 20, 25 years. And if there's ever a project in the history of anything, any time, time, right. eons yeah. of this, this would it's be It's all it. undeniable. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a perfect storm, Faith. It's just perfect. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it's a good storm. What in Hawaii? Where you're going, oh, it's raining, but it's not going to rain for a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a good storm. It's a good storm. It's a good monsoon. It's a good monsoon, which is one of my favorite uh, Bollywood yeah, movies. A good monsoon, where she was marrying the guy who's like, and the family was in Hatton, and then right. like, and the food came, and right. then they're like, "What's happening?" Right. And then they the all had diarrhea. They all diarrhea during no, the earthquake. No, they don't have diarrhea, no. but the American visiting does. Right. It's like, right. oh, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it could be a show. Only could, Jews talk about their diarrhea. I'm I'm waiting for the time where we're all sitting around and saying things like, "Oh, did you hear about Benny? No, he got feline leukemia, <laughs> and he died. Oh, she had rickets. She had a pirate's disease. <laughs> the old-fashioned or bizarre diseases. The bizarre, but that's gonna ha there's and I'm gonna say this, and I know I don't mean to put a can of horror on it, but. Mm -hmm. One of us is going to die in just a horribly ironic way. Oh, you or I? No, you or, someone no. we know. Well, Certain, okay. No, you, you and I are both going to die in bed together. Okay. I don't know how that together? happens. I love I'm not quite that. sure how that's going to happen. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like it's going to happen. That oh, that's going to happen. happen. <laughs> We're going to die in bed together. <laughs> together. So, that's all we know. Well, listen. And if go. you feel like it's going <laughs> to be start the scene now, <laughs> but you have to tell me this because what I'll do is I'm going to save some. I'm going to save some frequent flyer points. Assuming I'm going to be somewhere else, and if you go, Dave. Come over right now. And but, I will. Yeah, right. Okay, we'll be in bed together. And here's the thing. Yeah. I'm not going to bring an overnight bag because I'm not going anywhere after not that. Not going anywhere. Ugh. And scene. And scene. How'd that feel? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea of us actually knowing our death and it's you and I in a bed. Right. But then we have to kind of like subtly arrange our world as we're both getting sick. Like, where, Dave, where are you? <laughs> I, I'm in Florida. We made a deal. We met 90 years ago. We made a deal. Right, because we both lived to be 100. And I'm talking like the Yiddish Jew that I know I will be <laughs> the, the, in 99. There comes a point where all Jewish people suddenly start talking like this. <laughs> yes. And they're going to talk like this. Yes. And this is what's going to happen. Even if you've never talked well, like Well, is your mom, is Elaine talking like that? Or no. Is your, no, Ma, she's not. Elaine no. Soloway? No. I love her so much. How do you not? She's a, she is the reason a, a Soloway women, I'm saying this in case she's listening, are as creative okay. right. and as zhuzhed up and as uh, and, and un, uninhibited and witchy and whatever. I'm bringing it back to the witch. Nice call The back. original Elaine Soloway brewed us up. No, but, but Becky Thayer, have you ever, have you had her? Yeah, yeah. You know Becky mm -hmm. Thayer. But it's true. Becky said your, your mom, the reason why I love your mom so much is she gave you an example of a woman, a mother, who's not just worried about a house and getting you guys to school. She had a lot of her own stuff going right. on. She had a house, and you made her right on Maud. Right on Maud. On Maud Street. So, right. But that was, that was just her living her life. That wasn't her going, I've got two daughters who are going to need. No, she's a, she's a writer. But, like... Not just a writer, like, I've got to write or I am going to die. That's my sister. Right. I think she gave that to my sister. Right. Did she also teach you this? Not to, she probably did. She obviously did. What do you want to do? And just do it. Or just do it. Don't even ask the question. My mom's taught me so much about 
you know, just being alive and happy and, and letting a lot go that doesn't need to torture you and excusing people of their shit and not, you know, not really working to not let it affect her, you know, and just, I mean, when you grow up in the depression, I think, which she did, and you kind of come out of that, when you go, go through anything hard, I think you're just like, guys, life is, can be pretty hard. This is pretty good. Right. You know, and let's make it let's make it a, a good, warm, loving time. I, I think about the people who went through the Holocaust and survived the Holocaust. Oh, then and there's that. Like, what the? How does? How do you what? And how do you? Because uh, you know, Rhonda's parents, my friend Rhonda Wellbell, her parents both were survivors of the Holocaust. And God, why do Jews talking to each other? We always go to the Holocaust. They. You know what? It, it's either we go to the Holocaust or we're Gentiles and we go to the Nazis. It's one or the other. Okay. We have a choice. But yeah. I'm looking at it, you talk about the depression, yeah. but there's none, yes, that's all true about the depression, but there's also like, how do how are people so fucking resilient that not only are they, uh, do they survive the depression, yeah, the, they survive yeah. the Holocaust, and then they're able to live their lives outside of all that. Like, how do you do that? What do you do? Because you just do. Or, and I also believe that you look at the people that you have around you and the love that you have in this world. Yeah, being there's no the other moment. choice, really, because if you believe the other side, like, there's demons and horror in the world. There is, you know, disease. There's horrible people. There's, this is what life is. If you, if you, whatever, if you stay there for a second... It, it, people will pull, can pull you down. It's that whole thing of, and, and uh, to a certain, uh, it, it doesn't weigh the same, but to a certain extent, it's also that that question that one might have, where it's like, what am I doing here? I shouldn't be a writer yeah, on no, television. It's very, I, it's very similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's very similar. And when I, uh, I had a, I had a discussion with somebody yesterday, last night, who was going through, who who's using words like, I should do that, and I have to do that, and I need to do that, and I expect to do that, right. and all that stuff. And yeah. I said, stop saying that. That's the parent thing. Right. That's the parent thing that's got me, that I'm working out. Like, a parent who doesn't do this. Right. Yeah, that's my voice. Isn't it And that's what I think the parent thing can do that, especially to women. Men are, in the, the traditional world, the guys are allowed to leave, and women are tortured by that. I am an artist, but I'm a mom, and right. and that's the thing that when you're a parent, you are constantly negotiating with that voice. Right. I think. Right. That's. And when I think of artist moms, and I think of writer moms, and I think of producer moms, I think of Jill. Oh, and I think yeah. about the way that she's worked she did it. it all out. I mean, she's an example. And so when I say a model, what I mean is. You know, but you know, she's not. She's doing. She's also. She's doing it, and she knows. Like, okay, I. I, I'm, this isn't working. I've got to make this better for myself, be it parenting or being, you know. There's a balance that you just have to feel centered and feel good, and that's the that's it. Like, take care of yourself, and the rest will be there. That's so true. And it's not, it's, it's not, because I think a lot of people go, okay, I've got to take care of myself, but what I first have to do is I have to make sure that, and I've got to, uh, I've got to deal with these demons that I have. And I feel yeah. like letting all that, the story, this is it. The story that you've told about yourself, and I don't—I yeah. think Jill is always Jill is always ready to ditch the story. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, ditch mm-hmm. the story by saying, what I mean is, I need to make this change. I'm going to make this change in my life. I'm going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I—I I look at things like that where you go, and it—it's what, what happened when I, you know, it, it's what happened when I 
ask Katie for a divorce. Mm -hmm. Where I went to a point where I said, I'm compelled to do this. Yeah. I cannot not do I, this. I remember you talking about that. I've listened to your interviews. And it's, I, it, by the way, this is great that I'm talking to you right now because you don't know how many times I've been walking by myself through the Arboretum in Boston, listening to you interview all these people that I love and how much I've learned through them as people and as spirits in the world, great comedians, great theater, but just how they're living their life. Their Rose Abdu interview, amazing. I just held on to that forever. Jackie Hoffman, of course. I mean, I've listened everything that I can. Tim, Tim's been a great uh, Tim leader Adams. for me about how to be a parent and do what you need to do. That <laughs> What he said to you about himself being, looking at himself as this is my business. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm thanking you right now because you're, I've had a lot of good spiritual talk that I've needed listening to you talk to awesome. people. Yeah, awesome. being artists I, and learning how to do it. I love the fact that we can sit and do this. I love the fact that 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 we connect on because I'm not going to have somebody sitting in that chair that because I get I got so excited to talk to you. You did. Yeah, I got really excited to talk no. to you. Got really excited to talk to you about what's going on with your world, but it's also. You know, downstairs where I was hugging you downstairs yeah. and going, this is a woman who I absolutely love no, on such, I, I get all choked up about it, on oh. such a profound level Baby. and to have, for us to have spirits in our lives uh -huh. like you, like Jill, you know, Mick and that uh -huh. whole circle over there, uh -huh. y'all changed my life. It's, and when you asked me to do the Brady Bunch, yeah. it was like, are you kidding me? I get to be part of that club? That's fucking crazy. Well, and then when you said, you let's go to Off-Broadway. Yeah, you came. Yeah, you brought such, you were, you brought such, was, we were fighting some voices back then, you know, and you were always, let's, this is wonderful. Don't think anything but this wonderfulness that's going on. You brought that, without saying it, obviously, you brought that to the stage, you brought that to the energy, and um, yeah, I feel the same way about you. And also at Second City, are people going to not want to hear this love fest? Will they, I don't, they I, care? For me, I feel that, that... I just went into judgment mode. I'll get out of it. Uh, no, but I understand what you're saying also yeah. because... But part of what it is that we're doing is the celebration of the relationship. Yeah. That you and I have this relationship. Yeah. And other people have a relationship that's like this relationship. Yeah. And our relationship will inspire them to think about who is it that they have in their lives and maybe they'll make a phone call. And even if they don't huh. make a phone call, yeah. they'll put that thought there. out there yeah. and, and they walk out of wherever they are right yeah. now and they see somebody that would they would not look at and they take a moment to look at them well great for you that you have this in your life right now this mm -hmm. podcast because we have been through so much and we're hopefully teaching people that are looking or that are doing this right now well what we're talking about the you know the the uh the show that you're doing yeah. and the world that we live in yeah. and the people that at one time i look go back to alex uh alexandra billings and i look at her and the the tortures her demons journey. and her journey and How so many people you need to be to, to go through what she is going through, or did so, through and she's hiv process. positive yeah and, and to go are you and you're still alive and vibrant and you know what she just did she just got her fucking master's degree i know you i've know? been watching it through the facebook a little bit right and to look at all those things yeah. so when people are listening to this yeah I'm not, you know, yeah, you're doing this project with your sister. That's great. Yeah. But it's it's not about the project. It's about the sister. No. And it's about the relationship. Yes, exactly. And, and timing. Absolutely. It's and a, and the sacrifices that yeah. you're making that are yeah. ultimately in the long run, not yeah. it's not sacrifices that you're making. It's yeah. things that you have to do. Because looking yeah. at your daughter, yeah. she's going to look back on this time. I hope. And there's going, well, there's going yeah. to be a body of work right. that she's going to be able to see. Yeah. And we get knockers from that body of work. Right. And the body of work just isn't, the body of work just isn't the piece. The body of work is 
your relationship with Jill, Jill's relationship with, with you know, and, and then Judith Light is going to be there and all these other things. And for your daughter to look at these yeah, things yeah. and whether she's into it or not, say, you know what? One day she's going to say exactly what you said about Elaine. I mm. had a special upbringing. Yeah, and right so. now you can bring those demons in yeah. and you can and you have every right to hold on to that for a bit, take a look at yeah. it. But then you got to go, okay. I'm not going to get rid of you. Oof. I'm going to put you aside. Mm. And you're going to be there. Mm -hmm. And when I engage in my angst or guilt, mm. I can look at you and you're always going to be there. But in the meantime, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to talk to Dave. I'm going to right. I'm going right. to think about yeah. uh, I'm going to you're going to be here. Yeah. And you're going to look out that fucking window and you're going to see the mountains right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're living it with Jill, right? Living the living physically, where am I living? Yes. Not living with Jill right now. Um, live very close to her. We we had uh, a, there's a, a space where we're writing that I'm able to live. It's great. There's In Silver Lake. Bit. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's gonna that's gonna close Got at the end of April when we move to Paramount. That's when I'm looking for other places. But yeah. Right. So it's all those things. So people don't get, you know, if, if people are bored by what this is, they were gone. No, a long time no, ago. no, 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 no. But we, I, but but there was a feeling of, or people who are young and collaborating, that first that that collaboration is is it, that group is it, and plugging in and learning and the safety. Right. right. That's how I felt with you at Second City, actually, too. <clears throat> right. You know, just like writing songs for you and with you. Oh you my were, God. You were always the that safe, warm, wonderful person that knew how to, knew how to um, gently, if there was a critical moment, you did, I would never feel it from you. I don't know what, that, what you did to get that editing skill or whatever was just naturally in you without, Mick too, I mean, to learn how to do that without judgment or... I think a major know. thing about that is I don't want to treat anybody, because I always look back on high school and I feel like I don't want to be the bully I want to be the one that that, that mm -hmm. gets along, and it's not like yeah. I'm going to sacrifice myself, but I'm not going to engage in your anger. Your anger right, is your anger. Right, you, right. That's your, and you get to have it if you or want. Or it serves you for some reason. Pardon me. It's like it serves you for some reason. That anger, anger. How, somehow, yeah. Right. I, I, it doesn't we, serve. We me. have to have those, but we get to have those emotions. Yeah. But I'm not going to engage in yeah. the frustration or the anger or the the resentment yeah. or the jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is huge out here. Yeah, yeah. God. This, this, I know, just... And then talk about judgment. There's a judgment about L.A. too. There's a judgment about coming out here. A judgment about being here. About L.A. as a city. Right. It's you not know. true. Yeah. It's just, it's it's not just true. The, the old fear of what it's... It's not this, so I don't like it. But you could say that about any goddamn city that you want. Yeah. Anything can be a parking space. You just stop your car. Anything can be a, a toilet. You just poop. Anything could be uh, a, a problem. Right. Anything could be a fucking problem. Right. It's too yeah. beautiful out here. I can't get anything done. Yeah. You know, I've got too much work. Mm -hmm. I've heard people say that. Hmm. I've heard somebody say the other day, they posted beautiful. something online saying, don't you hate when you go to an audition for a commercial and you're just there for 30 seconds, it took you 45 minutes to get there? And I just, I'm like, Here in Los what Angeles, that's what it is. And it's what that's it is, what and it's it also, is. dude, you got a fucking got a audition. Fucking and right. I wrote, I yeah. said, people aren't getting auditions, Todd. Yeah. yeah. Todd. He knows who he is. He knows Todd. You know Todd. Dot backwards. Right? But it's the dot. <laughs> Which is like, who are you trying to fool? Yeah. You're Todd the other way around. Don't yeah. fuck with me. Is this a, are you changing the name or is his, his name? His name Todd? is Todd. Oh. Todd. What's his last name? I'm kidding. Uh, it's it, backwards <laughs> is the same as frontwards, but you, you pronounce it the other way. 
Okay. Got it. You know? Yeah. But I, I just, I, it's that thing, again, that once you get that feeling of collaboration, you can't get rid of it. And once you yeah, have that, you want to reconnect with that. Well, I went to Boston not knowing a soul except for who I fell in love with. Right. The mother of my child at that time. I have a lot of different mothers of different childs. No, I'm kidding. There's just one. And I didn't know anybody. And I started doing my own. I'm a singer with a guitar. I'm going to do it on my own because I need to do something on my own. Here it is. Bling. And then slower, <laughs> slowly but slow, surely, right. like these folk singers, I started casting them in crazy shit in my app, like after my I'm a little singer. I'm yeah, singing so you, on my own. You evolved out of that. I, they brought, I brought them on stage and I made little scenelets and shows and they were doing crazy shit that I used to do at the Annoyance. Like it came flooding back. I was making them be comedians and actors on stage and it was, I, it, it went to that. Like the solo singing thing went, like I threw it away. This is a real part of me too. Like being a serious musician is a real part of me. So right. I'm going to explore that. I'm going to be. A, then it was a funny songwriter, and then it was writing for people. And they and writing non-musical things. I wrote no. So I, I created something in Boston called the Schlock Opera that mm -hmm. like didn't last. It lasted as long as I was doing it. It was great. Did amazing, wonderful things. I had Mary Chapin Carpenter <laughs> sing "No More Bethlehem Booty Call" as like the prostitute Mary, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like that was my dream come true. All these you know folk singers that shouldn't be. It's the same idea. This is she a Boston be, person? This shouldn't be. No, but th that was one of my dream come true things. Like, um, I was like these people that I loved, that I was in love with. If I gave you their names, I don't know that you would know them. But okay. Jennifer Kimball, Katie Curtis, Mary Gaucher, who's kind of a big singer. Oh right yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so when I first got to Boston, I went right for soon enough. Slowly but surely, right back to that insanity on stage, singing about pubic hair, whatever. Uh -huh. I'm like Jennifer Kimball singing about duty right now. How is this happening? But in a really, in a really nice, <laughs> she's got the most gorgeous voice in the world. I'm just sitting there going, oh my god, <laughs> oh my. I just, I just did something with my hand. I did a little, a little dick jack swag, off thing. little jack off thing. But that's how it felt. Like, this is right. that feeling again. Like, right. I was going like a dirty old man. I got to go get that feeling again. Right. You know, sort of, it was like this great, they're doing it. They're doing, my, they're doing my porn. Right. Speaking of porn, what I saw you guys do uh, on the interwebs, Which that porn? funny porn thing. Oh, my God. Was the funniest thing I've ever Sorority seen. Sorority Sluts 3, the That outtakes. was the funniest thing I've seen in a million years. It made right. me jealous. That's, that was your friggin' scene. Oh, my God. Like, everybody. Fucking Tamara. Like, just my, my hands on your my... hands on her boobs. On her and boobs. Like and just... Pissed with your cowboy hat. Yeah. And it was like, so good. And then assless chaps. And you're, and you walk I'm away with your, You were fucking hilarious. But look at all those people again. All the people we work with. Right. All the people Susie James Nakamura, Grace there, right? like doing the yeah, bad right. porn Yeah, right, Brian acting. Blondell. I wanted, to, I wanted to do bad porn musical. Right. You know, like bad porn whatever. It's all, so everything you like. Well, there's your Broadway musical. Right? What, what, what is it called? A bad balls, porn musical. Balls to the Ball, could be, fluffer. Yeah. Yeah. Fluffer. I'm a fluffer no more. Well, there's just. Fluffer nutter. I feel like I could a improvise fluffer. that with you right now and it's done. So it's a, oh, <laughs> right, negative probably. Voice. Negative but, voice. Negative okay, voice. so it's a story. It's fluffer nutter and it's uh, someone who's a fluffer and someone who comes too quickly. And it's like, you just can't have uh, them together. It's a nutter. He nuts too quickly. Uh -huh. So it's fluffer nutter. Uh -huh. I'm putting it together. I'm just I, like, sometimes, Faith, I think of things right. and then I say them. Okay. And sometimes I just say them. Well, they might be on Broadway. Right? The Great White Way. Right.
Pretty white way. Um, let's How are we doing? end How are we doing? there. We, All right. Do you oh, think God. we can? Porn the musical? Porn the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. If you'd like to see one of Dave's improv shows or one of my stand-up shows, you can get that information at addcomedy.com. If you want to take a class with Dave, that information is located on his website at davidrosowski.com. You can also follow Dave on Twitter at drosowski. Today's episode was sponsored by Troubadour, a restaurant movie. A new movie by Group Mind Films, portraying an accurate, sometimes funny, and sometimes cringe-inducing glimpse at restaurant life. Troubadour, a restaurant movie. Available to watch in its entirety online for only $5 at groupmindfilms.com.